Good evening, North Georgia. It's Ralph Taylor, and it's time for another edition of the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. As always, here on 89.1 WBCX, we bring you the best in bluegrass and folk music every night on Monday nights from 6 to 7, and I'm glad that you're joining me here tonight. Don't throw away that corned beef and cabbage, folks, because tonight we have the Irish Brothers in the studio with us, and they're going to be sharing in uh, their great Irish tunes and finishing up uh, the uh, St. Patty's Day weekend. So I'm glad that you're joining me. And uh, if you're home, just settle into your favorite chair and, and pour that nice tall glass of sweet tea. Uh, and if you're in the car, go ahead and uh, turn up the volume and uh, enjoy what's going to be a fun night with the Irish Brothers. And I'm glad you're with me here on the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. Well, the Irish Brothers, welcome. Thank you very much. Nice to uh, we got Sandy Man Flynn. Sandy Man, how are you? Excellent. Uh, Excellent. I tell you, and, and then George Hergen, how are you this evening, George? Couldn't be better. Love to be here. Well, I'm just so thrilled that you're that you're here in the studio. You you braved the the drive uh, from south and north to get here to Gainesville, Georgia. Right. So so welcome. Um, well, Sandy, let's let's start with you. Tell us a little bit about you and and how uh, how you got into music and uh, and how you met George and and got into uh, playing. Now I'm assuming the Irish Brothers play Irish music. Am I right about that, George? Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes you can call it that. Okay. Right. If you have yeah. money, we'll play whatever you want. <laughs> Well, uh, I toured for over 10 years with a band called Cullowee out of the mountains of western North Carolina. and we Sandy, lean on into the mic just sure, a little bit. Sure, be glad to. Perfect. So, uh, uh, band Cullowee, we toured, goodness, uh, for over 10 years, uh, both starting nationally and then internationally. And we were songwriters in Nashville for a while on Music Row, wrote for Tree Publishing, which is now Sony ATV Music. So, we, we had a good run with all of that. George and I met professionally, actually, when both of us, believe it or not, were three-piece suiters at IBM. So, <laughs> oh, uh, really? We, uh, we uh, found that both of us loved music and we played music professionally, and so we got together and started picking around. And uh, what transpired from that was uh, this thing that we do uh, oftentimes around uh, St. Patty's Day. Yep. Oh, we fantastic. Have a lot of fun yeah. with it. That was about 25 years ago. A good long while ago. So, Sandy and George, when y'all were at IBM, were y'all in the same department, or how did y'all get to know each other through? Uh, So, here's a fun story. Yeah. Um, I was uh, a part of an internal organization as a producer-director for video. George was doing marketing videos. And so, for the first time ever, he started using internal resources, and I was his producer-director. And he was so nervous. Got to tell the story real quick. He was so (laughs) nervous in front of his VP uh, was he said now everything's got to be perfect for Jerry when he comes in I said okay all right and, and I'm gonna introduce you okay and so when we got there this gentleman very tall very elegant gentleman walked over and and uh, and George says uh, Jerry this is Sandy Flynn he's our producer for today and this is Jared Caldwell our VP and uh, IBM and Jerry shook my hand and he held on to my hand and he kept shaking it and George got nervous you could see sweat rolling off of George's brow and Jerry looks at me and he says, Sandy, how are the boys? How's the Cullowee band? When are you guys going to play again? I oh, love you guys. When are you going to be? Yeah. And so uh, after George picked up his jaw from the floor, we, we went on perfect uh, session. So that's how we kind of got together. Uh, so George was an internal customer of mine at IBM and it was worked out. Yeah, Sandy well. did great work. Absolutely. Did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, we had fun with it. So, and you were already playing music, too, at, at that point, George. I was. I grew up in uh, at the center of the universe, Rockaway Beach, Queens, New York. <laughs> and uh, Rockaway Beach, you hear a lot about now, was Hurricane Sandy. Unfortunately. And, oh, uh, really? That, that's there in that vicinity? Yeah, right there. Right wow. there on it. We, we have a couple of houses got flooded there. Uh, George, go ahead and lean a little bit more sure, to your mic. Yes, yeah, thank you. And, um, you know, uh, my father made the great mistake one day, and my, my older brother, of taking me into Greenwich Village. And uh, as soon as that was done, it was all over. And it was kind of a neat deal because um, even though it was the mid-60s, people like, uh, oh, uh, Ian and Sylvia were playing down there, people of that nature, the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem, big influences on me, uh, were still down there doing their thing, and you could still just go anywhere. There's rows of clubs. You could almost walk from club to club and see all these great Buffy St. Marie and all these great artists one after the other. It was just a magic time. 
So I started going in every once in a while to the park. I found out that the A train ran from Rockaway Beach into Greenwich Village, West 4th Street, which was a great thing. And then I found out that my high school had a train that ran right into Greenwich Village, which is a very dangerous thing. <laughs> 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 so I sort of got started by hanging out in there and going into uh, into the village and things like that. And My brother had some old Kingston Trio albums I got into. And that's, That's great. How I got started. And that was that. That was so, the deal. Yeah. Off and running. So y'all have a rich history, 25 years or so of knowing each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. playing together. And playing we together. played along. That's fantastic. Well, this is a thrill for me for a couple of reasons. I was telling Sandy, I was, I'm a big fan of Cullowee. I mean, I remember I back in my so college days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, two, two left. I appreciate that for all these years. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah, two, two left. <laughs> and, uh, and then uh, reading that you all were dubbed the Irish Brothers at Folk Alliance uh, in Memphis, and uh, having been there in the along with twelve hundred other wonderful musicians, yeah. uh, that w- that was a great connection too. So thank you so much for for being here with us. This oh, is going to be a lot of fun. It's our pleasure, really. And the Focal Lines deal is kind of neat. We didn't have a name. I guess it was Sandy and George or something like that. And this lady came up. We were on one of the stages doing a show, and she goes, "You know, what's what? Who are you guys?" And we <laughs> said, "Well, we don't know." And she came back with this little makeshift sign that said Irish Brothers. <laughs> <They're all right. laughs> so we still used it. Used we still it last, used it last night. night. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Moon. We did. We yeah. love that sign. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, let's get into some music. All right. Cool. Give me a second to warm up my fingers on this thing. Yeah, sure thing. George is playing banjo on this tune, and Sandy has his acoustic bass in his hands yeah. for folks that are listening. Sail from your cold bay of Cork. We were sailing away with a cargo of bricks via Grand City Hall in New York. Had an elegant craft, she was rigged for and deaf. Oh, those trade winds they drove her. She had 23 masts, she stood several blasts. We called her the Irish Rose. There's Bonnie McGee from the banks of the Lee And there's Hogan from County Tyrone And there's Bonnie McGurk, he was scared stiff for work And your chap from Westmead named Malone There's Slugger O'Toole who is drunk as a rule Fighting Joe Tracy from Dover It's your man Mick McCann from the banks of the Bond The skipper on the Irish Rover We had one million bags of the best slaggle rags, two million barrels of bone. We had three million bells of old nanny goat's tails, four million barrels of stone. We had five million hogs, six million dogs, seven million barrels of porter. We had eight million hides from old blind horses' sides, the whole of your Irish rover. Had sailed several years when the measles broke out and the ship lost her way in the fog. And the whole of the crew, it was reduced down to two. We sell, me captains on board. The ship struck a rock, oh God, what a shock! Nearly tumbled over. She turned nine times around and the poor old dog was drowned. I'm the last of your Irish Sandy and George, uh, now, now dubbed the Irish Brothers, <laughs> and uh, they're here playing the great tunes here in the studio. Uh, th- it's a great sound, George. Let's, let's, I want to begin by talking a little bit about the Claw Hummer ban- banjo. Sure. 
um, folks out uh, out there and uh, listening that uh, may be familiar with the Earl Scruggs type uh, banjo, like on the Beverly Hillbillies, if you remember seeing uh, seeing uh, Flatten Scruggs play. But this is a different t- type of banjo playing. George, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, this is um, this is really augmented Oklahoma style. Yeah. The truth is. Um, <laughs> I watched Tommy Makem play from the uh, from the uh, Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem, and he had injured his hand actually in an accident, and I tried to emulate his playing as much as I could. Yeah, and he's pretty much of a quasi Clawshammer player. So long neck banjo, obviously, it's a little bit different. No resonator on the back of it, and I just fell in love with the thing. Interesting story. I wanted to get this banjo, uh, a long neck banjo, and a friend of mine, Stan Jay up at Mandolin Brothers, he called the Martin Company, who actually had the Vega name for a while. And he said, you know, would you guys by any chance have a long neck banjo up there? And they said, you know, we stopped making, we sold the name to a Korean company. And uh, they said, you know, we just found one. They called them back. They said, we found one under the bench. It's the last one made. Oh, my goodness. So I was lucky enough to get the last long neck Vega that Martin made. Really? Yeah. So I love this thing. Wow. Really, really good thing. And this it's is from my IBM yeah. days because the guys who worked for me when I was a marketing manager in New York City, they really paid for this by making quota. So. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah, IBM. Absolutely. Wow. It's a great banjo. I love it. That's terrific. Yeah. Now, are, are the tunes that y'all are playing tonight, are they original tunes or traditional Irish tunes? It depends. Uh, the Irish tunes are traditional Irish tunes, uh, and they were actually collected originally mostly by um, Tommy Makem's mother, Sarah mm-hmm. Makem. And actually, the BBC, their longest-running folk music show, uh, she her song is the lead-in song. That She's long dead. She's long gone. To that, so she collected most of these songs and gave them to the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem. Uh, they wrote a few themselves, but the one we play, the traditional ones, pretty much. Mm-hmm. When Sandy Sandy is an excellent songwriter uh, who saw who uh, wrote for uh, three publications in Sony in Nashville, and so the song, a lot of the songs we do are his songs. Yeah, uh, the more mellow ones, really, <laughs> the nicer ones. <laughs> so we should actually have Sandy do one of his songs. Is what we should do. Yeah, that's a great idea, yeah, Sandy. We could. Why don't we do it? You want to do Mississippi one? Yeah, we'll do that. Another guitar. Well, now that now uh, the, the the Irish brothers are rearranging instruments. Now Sandy's grabbing his guitar, <laughs> and George is grabbing his twelve string guitar. It's kind of like so. a three ring circus. Only it it's is. two ring, two two ring circus. Now, George, yeah. do I detect a good Irish accent in you? I have a lot of Irish blood in me. Um, half Irish, half German. But my wife's one hundred percent Irish. She's a McNamara. Uh-huh. But incredibly, we traced our, a friend of ours uh, who's into genealogy. Traced uh, my family back, and. Our families way back when come from the same exact town, Roscommon, in huh. Ireland, which is really a freaky thing. We just learned this a year or so ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's really quite incredible. And I've been through Roscommon several times and didn't know this. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty, is that called kissing cousins or something like that? I guess so. Yeah, it's like it's like growing up in Alabama. <laughs> well, of course. Then we have Sandy Flynn, and Flynn is, I guess, an Irish. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, the Flynn's, oddly enough, um, Came on through New York City and kept going until they hit the mountains of West Virginia. And so, oddly enough, I have spent the last winter season uh, right across the mountain from where my grandfather is from. And he's mar- he's buried, along with my grandmother, right at the foot of the mountain. Uh, actually, an eye shot of Green Bank radio telescopes in uh, How about Arbordale, that? Yeah, West Virginia. So, yes, the, uh, I'm very Irish. Uh, among other things, of course, uh, as yeah. we all Americans are, I think our diversity is our strength. But um, a lot of lot of Irish, and obviously Flynn. Uh, I always tell people, uh, yes, my name is Flynn, just like Errol, but not near as handsome. <laughs> so that's usually how I get past that. That's great. But this tune is more about the Mississippi River, and uh, I would just invite us all at this point. Let me to, just say, uh, Sandy's written a lot of songs, and I've heard them all. I have all of his albums. Which you can get on SandyManFlynn.com. <laughs> yeah. A little, a little shameless advertisement for Sandy. <laughs> this is the best song he has ever written, in my opinion. I love well, this song. I I'll see if I can screw you up here. All right. I appreciate it. Here they are Mississippi Moon, the Irish Brothers, Sandy Flynn. Mississippi moon shine. 
shine on me tonight Mississippi moon Got me feeling right Mississippi's got me Rocking like a rolling stone Oh, Mississippi, help me Bring my Gonna missin' long about Friday night. She been out a dancing by that old moonlight. Mississippi, help me find out where my baby's gone. Oh, Mississippi, help me bring my honey. so long I wonder where she's gone Mississippi help me bring my honey home Mississippi got me feeling like I'm feeling right Oh Mississippi help me bring my baby Shine on me tonight Got me It's a great song, Mississippi Moon, written by Sandy Flynn, and here with the uh, Irish brothers, Sandy and George, and uh, oh, man, I'm going to Mississippi. <laughs> That's a great song, Sandy. Oh, thanks, guys. What, what was the inspiration it. for that? Did, did, uh, was, it, was it a particularly moonlit night that, uh, that brought that in? <laughs> so I, I wish it was something that romantic or something <laughs> like that. It was me driving down. I used to... Um, live up in Ellijay, Georgia, for all of you sure uh, friends who are from up that way. And I used to commute in every day from Ellijay, Georgia, into Kennesaw and commute back. Yeah. And so I had two hours in a car every day. And one day I was going, Mississippi moon, shine on me tonight. And I went, ooh, that might, might be a good song. So I, I sure took my will. little phone out and I recorded it. And that's the story on Mississippi moon. It's strange how uh, things hit you and you just want to capture it quickly before oh, it yeah. goes away and then you just work on it. And it, it, Sometimes when you're real lucky, it becomes a song. Yeah, absolutely. Well, folks, uh, we've got the Irish Brothers in the studio. Let's go and let folks know how they can find you online. Uh, Sandy, mm. we'll start with you. Well, uh, sandymanflynn.com, S-A-N-D-Y-M-A-N-F-L-Y-N-N.com. That's uh, sort of my home on the Internet. Uh, we have a couple YouTube things that we need to get up there. We've got a couple uh, They're things. They're on there somewhere. Yeah. Under so, the Irish Brothers, I think. So look up Irish Brothers on YouTube, and I think you'll see yeah. a few tunes. 
uh, from the Crimson Moon Cafe. Uh, yeah. Delonica, where we just played last night. And Fantastic. Great show. We had a good time. Are y'all going to be playing uh, any gigs in this area uh, in the next couple of months? Well, if he moves here, <laughs> we have gigs. We do have gigs. Well, I have gigs. We'll make them our gigs if he moves down here, like I hope he does. Uh, I, I, you should tell people, it took Sandy, he, he drove for two hour, uh, for two days to get here to do a gig both uh, Saturday and Sunday night. So I, I thank him for that and I uh, appreciate it. You should also say, more importantly, it's Sandy's anniversary. Oh, so he's my. playing gigs with me in a bar. My sweet bride <laughs> is putting up with us playing music. Every year. Uh, every year because we got married on the 16th uh, of March. And so she's a wonderful woman. Uh, my heart goes out to Scotty if you're listening. And uh, we are going to celebrate our anniversary properly soon after this. Well, congratulations, Sandy. Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, you know, St. Paddy's Day, you're in big demand. Uh, the Irish brothers are, for sure. It is. For right. sure. Yeah, we're already booked for next year for that date, and we got good stuff happening. That's great. It's fun. Just fun stuff. You know, our music is just fun music. Yeah, it is. It's wonderful so music. Yeah. We like, to get, uh, we like to get the audience involved as much as we can. That's right. And uh, just have a good time with Thanks it. Thanks for a good night. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, let's talk uh, uh, briefly about Folk Alliance. I was telling you guys a little bit earlier that I was fortunate enough to attend there, yeah. and... Uh, now, what was your? Have y'all done Folk Alliance very often or very regularly? We haven't done it now in several years. I've I did it three or four times. I, I, as I told you earlier, I did it once in Canada and once uh, down at Jacksonville and once or twice over in Memphis. Um, and I really like it. I think it's a wonderful happening. You know, I'm not 100% sure how it really helps you. There's so many great performers there running all over the place. Yeah. The thing is, if you want to be entertained, Go to Focal Lines, which well, it doesn't stop. <laughs> earlier, earlier, George and Sandy were sharing that uh, uh, their 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 name, Irish Brothers, was given to them at Focal Lines in Memphis in 2012. And uh, I happened to be at that uh, Focal Alliance. And for the folks that are not sure what Focal Alliance is, it's basically an alliance of musicians and promoters and house concert uh, sponsors and hosts and uh, and folk DJs and so forth. It's just a a mass of humanity that uh, that come together in honor of their music that yeah. they're playing. Yeah. Well, and, it uh, was just George and Sandy headed down the road to Memphis to yeah. Folk Alliance one day. And, uh, and so we got halfway down there. You know, it's a long drive from, yeah. from, from here. We get just about halfway, and the phone rings in the car, and it's Sandy's wife, and she says, did you forget anything? So he looks around and says, I don't, I don't think so. What did I forget? And she goes, you forgot your suitcase. <laughs> and we weren't going back for it at that point. Oh, no. <laughs> so we found a Walmart along the way, and uh, I bought uh, an entire outfit. That's a sign of age, buddy. Yeah. Oh, no boy. kidding. <laughs> you go just sitting right here by the front door. Oh, oh that's boy. funny. That, I, I, bet you, I bet you recited Walmarts going uh, in there yeah. and, you know, yeah, getting your, your entire wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Okay, guys, let's tee up another song. Sure. Yeah, what do we, you want to do a little Patriot Games? Yeah, let's I'll do really that. tell a little bit about this song. This song is written by a guy named Dominic Bean, uh, and it was really made fa- famous by Liam Clancy of the Clancy Brothers. It was also sung by everybody, Judy Collins, the Kingston Trio, everybody did it. It's based on a true happening. In about 1956 in Dungannon, Northern Ireland, the IRA sent uh, some young fellows up there to a, attack a British outpost, which turned out to be a big mistake, and... Uh, Two of the fellas died. They were both very young fellas. The fellow who this song is written about um, was 16 years old when this took place. Mm. So Dominic Bean uh, wrote this song, Brendan Bean's brother, Brendan Bean being a playwright. Uh, This has become more famous than Brendan Bean's play is, I think, this particular song. Um, And if you really want to hear it done really great, Liam Clancy is the guy to hear do it. Bob Dylan said the greatest ballad singer he ever heard, and I I agree. Mm. So do a little of the Patriot game, right? Get a little mandolin in there. Mm-hmm. Speed of a flame 
Sandy Man. Oh, very oh, nice. Nice. very nice. Very nice. That's one of those songs that uh it's hard to That's a tough song. Hard to hard to forget, I tell yeah. you. It uh it's a that's a beautiful song. Well folks, this is Ralph Taylor and you're listening to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour here on eighty nine one WBCX. Nothing but the good stuff here at WBCX. And uh we're listening to some Irish music closing out our Saint Patty's Day weekend in in style. I wanted to let everybody know the Chattahoochee Folk Hour does have a Facebook page, so if you want to stop on by and uh, check out all the goings-on, please feel free to do so. Next week, we're going to be actually uh, taping a live uh, uh, version of the Folk Hour at a house concert. You've been following the show and hearing me talk a little about house concerts, and uh, so uh, I invite you, if you're interested in that, just let me know on the uh, Facebook page, and I'll give you all the information. And we also have a podcast site up at Podbean, 
Facebook.com, Podbean, like the vegetable. So uh, go on over to uh, the podcast site and enjoy the archive of the shows that we have there. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more with the Irish Brothers. Thanks for being with me. This week's episode, Bobcat in the Cave. Gosh, Johnny, playing in the cave sure is neat. Oh, boy, a kitty cat. <laughs> Sassy, the kitty cat's yelling. <laughs> what, Sassy? It's not a kitty? It's a bobcat? <laughs> Speaking of cats, you like to stress the importance of adopting cats from animal shelters? <laughs> Over five million cats go into animal shelters every year? <laughs> And with millions of healthy cats to choose from, it's a shame more people don't adopt from shelters? This bobcat's heavy. <coughs> Help, Sassy! <coughs> Why bother? We'll just get into more trouble tomorrow? What's that supposed to mean? <coughs> oh, nuts. Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. Remember, adopt. Senior Issues is a radio show devoted to promoting quality issues to help our seniors maintain or improve their quality of life. Also, the show can help those with seniors and their family be aware of the various issues that would affect both them and their loved ones. Showtime is 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. every Thursday, and yes, we are live. We will cover a wide range of subjects over the course of time. If you have a subject that you would like discussed, or if you know of an event that our listening audience should be aware of, call me at 770-380-9727. This is Charles White, Certified Senior Advisor. I hope that we can add you to our listening audience. And it's a crazy world, but I live here. And if you can hear me singing, so do you. I'm turning out my nightlight feeling satisfied. Ain't nothing any one of us can do. Oh, no, there's nothing any one of us can do. Well, Sandy and, and George, welcome to It's a Crazy World. It's uh, This is the segment that, uh, if you would, lock the studio door, George, so y'all can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, this is the part I should be good at. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if you all can survive the Crazy World segment, where we basically talk a little bit about some of the crazy things that uh, that go on in the world. On... on uh, this month being March, there's a lot going on. You know, we've got March Madness going on uh, starting here this week. Um, earlier on this week, the Iditarod took place. Are you all familiar with the Iditarod? Yes, we are. And uh, we, we uh, talked a little bit about that on the Chattahoochee Folk Hour a few weeks ago. But Mitch Seavey was the winner of this year's Iditarod. The, the Iditarod kicked off on March the 3rd. And he finished in nine days, seven hours, and 30 minutes. And didn't his son win it before him? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and, and George has a little bit of a story about that. But, you know, are you familiar with the Red Lantern tradition? I am not. Well, you know, the, they put out, the, they call it the widow's lamp or the widow, widow's lantern when they start the race because of the idea of putting out a light at the, uh, the, the checkpoint or the destination where they're, where they're going. So when they start the Iditarod, they actually put... The widow's lamp up at the at the end of the race. Mm-hmm. If you're the last to finish, though, you get the red lantern. And so uh, the the last finisher of the Diderot was Christine Roloffs, and she just finished this past Sunday, having been on the trail for 14 days. So uh, it was a great it was a great event, a great success. One of the sweet stories about the Diderot this year, though, is about the sled dog named May. Did y'all hear about May? I did not. Well, this uh, sled dog apparently got lost from her crew, oh. from the rest of her her uh, her team. She was she was on Newton Marshall's team. It's a thousand mile race. Keep oh, yeah, in mind, it's a big time deal. Yeah, and uh, and so she turned back to try to find her way back, and she she backtracked over four hundred miles. Unbelievable. And and fortunately, you know, they they found May, and uh, she's reunited now with her owner and, and her team. But uh, that was a pretty incredible thing that she backtracked that far to get back sure to where she was. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Some nights when George is out, uh, you know, bar hopping, it takes you uh, what days get, to get. Back. I get the red lamp. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, now, George, you had, you had a story about knowing one of the winners of the. Well, I, I met one mm-hmm. of them. I went on a uh, tour of uh, or a cruise up through Alaska, and uh, 
one week on the ship and one week on land. And one of the things we did uh, with, with another couple of good friends of ours, uh, we took a little river cruise there. And, we, and I, I'm remiss in that. I can't remember the lady's name. But this lady had won the Iditarod, I don't know, six or seven times. And she's since deceased. And you go up and you could meet her and you could meet her dogs. It was really an exciting thing. Wow, really that's was. cool. Yeah, what, what an incredible lady to win. I think she was the first woman to ever win it, if I remember correctly. Wow. Yeah. Was, well, George, if she, if, she ever, if she ever tried to give you a caller, don't accept it, man. You know, <laughs> you don't want that. You don't want what's next. So, okay, Irish Brothers, since you are the Irish Brothers, mm-hmm. you know, here on the, on the, on the uh, Crazy World segment, we always have a little, little trivia for you. Right. So now, of course, it'd be appropriate to do Irish trivia. Are you ready for this, Sandy? Well, we'll see. George, okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. First of all, uh, was St. Patrick really Irish at all, true or false? No, he was not. False. Okay. He was very good, yeah. very good. He was a slave also. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Huh. And I've actually been to the church where he, uh, in Armagh, which was his church, and it was like the year, I don't know. Was, he was kidnapped as a child. He was kidnapped he? as a child. Yeah. He was made a slave and right. escaped, and he came back to Ireland to convert him mm-hmm. to Catholicism. He's the four-leaf clover guy, yep. uh, with the, the three-leaf clover with the uh, mm-hmm. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yep. Fantastic. Yeah. Right, Ralph, did a great start there, George. Yeah, you know, I can. So I'm done now, so Sandy. Yeah, can yeah, yeah. yeah, George is going to carry you here, Sandy. Sure. Okay, he, number he two. Irish farmers in the spring would do this to each member of their family as they said in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Was it A, pull the leaves off a of shamrock? B, give, the, give a toast with beer to each member? C, mark a cross on their arm with ash from a burnt stick? Or D, hang a cross over their beds? The beer one sounds like the logical sounds, one, but yeah. I don't. I don't think yeah. that's it. I think it's. I think it's the uh, making the insignia on, on the arm. Yeah, you're right on, George. Yeah. Sandy, George is carrying you here, brother. That's okay. Yeah, it's all right. But yeah. I'm always carrying him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. right. It is. Yeah. You mark a cross in their arm with an ash from a burnt stick. So you're you're right on. Yeah. We got two for two. Okay, uh, Saint. How, is there a big award at the end of this? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> there, there is, George. You're, there is. We'll see. Right. We'll see. A tady. Okay. <laughs> you get a tady. Oh, that's another song. Yeah, that's right. True or false, St. Patrick loved to listen to Irish tales, so so much so that he declared that they all must be told in poetic verse from then on. True or false? I believe that's false. I don't think he likely listened to Irish tales. No, I believe it's true. Okay, Sandy. Sandy's got you on yeah, that you one, George. Okay. See, right. I'm carrying my weight. Okay. At, at least yeah. if the internet is accurate, you know, we'll see. <laughs> I had to give him one. That's right. That's right. Okay, a leprechaun is really an Irish a shoemaker, b thief, c midget, or d magician. Thief. Absolute thief. Uh, our sources say that the leprechaun was a shoemaker. Yeah, your sources yeah. are probably right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll yeah. see. Okay, according to Irish legends. Where do the fairies who kidnap brides and babies take them? Do well, they the take fairies them? live in... Okay, you go. You yeah, all right, here are your choices. You got to get choices. I in like the that. forests, in fairy mounds, in caves in the mountains, or under bridges? That's a tough one. You know, one of the airports in Ireland, when you'll, and I can't remember if it's Shannon or Dublin, there's actually a tree in the middle of the runway. Really? They, they, won't, they wouldn't remove it. when they, The workmen wouldn't remove it because they were afraid of the fairies. And the, this is true. Uh, they were afraid of the fairies in the tree. So the tree, I guess it would take us to the woods. So the forest is your answer. I, I guess it has to be. Your final answer. <laughs> well, <laughs> your final answer. Well, the, our, our sources said in fairy mounds, but I'm going to tell you what, George. I, th- I, think you're, I think you have a, very so- a, a better source than we do here. Okay, a whiskey made from potatoes is called A, a poteen. Poteen. You, you got that? You, yeah. Right on there. I've had it. Have it's you? great. Great is it stuff, good? Yeah. I don't think and I've ever that's really what happened it. to George. He's been drinking too much protein. <laughs> too much protein. It's really bitter, awful stuff. I have to say, anybody who hasn't tried it, don't let them trick you into it. Okay, what about uh, an Irish disc that is made with shredded cabbage, minced onions, mashed potatoes, and melted butter? Uh, mm, that's a tough one. There's a, a mulligatawny, B, shepherd's pie, a C, a coal cannon, or D, fairy porridge? B, shepherd's pie. No, it's not shepherd's pie. It's, shepherd's it's not shepherd's pie. pie. Beef in it. Yeah, oh, does it? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Shepherd's pie has beef in it. I'm going to take a wild guess go. here and say it's A. That's a, that's a good guess, but it's actually a coal cannon. 
C-O-L-C-A-N-N-O-N. I've never heard of that before either. Me neither. Okay, one more one more question, then we'll move on, okay? <laughs> We're really Irish. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> You're doing well. You're doing well, well, well guys. Problem, I think we've got one of these to the right. new country. You know, <laughs> the new country. all that stuff. Okay, here's your last question. Kissing the Blarney Stone is supposed to give you what? A, moist lips from the dew on the rock. <laughs> B, good luck and love. C, remove shyness. Or D, heals you of warts. B, B, B. Absolutely. Good I've done it. I've kissed the Barney's Long. Yeah, oh, yeah? Well, yes, there man. you go. It, B or C are acceptable answers, okay. according to our sources. We, we agreed I've, on B. So I've, never, I've never kissed a Barney Stone, but George, you obviously have. So. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I have. Yes, I and have. And so far, so good. Okay, well, yeah. I, I think you passed the test. You actually are Irish, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, or close enough. Because, because close. If, you were, if, you, if you had a perfect score, we'd know you really weren't Irish. Okay, <laughs> okay folks, we're going to take one more, uh, one more break, and we'll be back with some more music from the Irish Brothers. It's Youth Arts and Family Radio here at Bernal University, WBCX 89.1 FM. Tune in on Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock for Celebrations Arts Alive. There is a reason for every season. World culture, arts, and ecology. This show is for the young at heart. And... Don't forget, at 9 o'clock on Saturday morning, the Flying Cow Family Hour, where radio takes you places. It's kid-friendly, it's got music, poetry, jokes, and stories, and also features local talent and national storytellers. Don't miss out. This is Youth Arts and Family Radio every Saturday morning here at WBCX 89.1, the voice of Bernal. Folks, you're listening to the Chattahoochee Folk Hour, and that was not me crowing. I just want to say it was the rooster on the PSA announcement, uh, in case there's any doubt in anyone's mind. Tonight we're having a lot of fun with the Irish Brothers, uh, Sandy Man Flynn and George Hergen, that they're playing their great tunes, and uh, I'm glad you're with us. Sandy and George have another tune ready to go. What are you thinking? We're thinking that you should sing a song with us. Okay. Right. It's time for a sing-along. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. time for and a sing-along. everybody along. out there, uh, too. Yeah, exactly. If, if you're in your car, just... if you're in your home, at home, let's go ahead and sing right along. Absolutely. So your words would go like this. Her eyes, they shone like the diamonds. Her eyes, they shone like the diamonds. You think she was queen of the land. You think she's, she's the queen of the land. land. With the hair thrown over her shoulder. With her with hair, hair thrown over her shoulder. Tied back with the black velvet band. Tied back with a black velvet. Yes, see, I'm doing it in Gaelic. Yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I should have been writing this down, Queens, George. I'm doing it in Queens, New York. Yes, I am. The center of the universe, as I said. Actually, you know, I'll, I'll Rockaway Beach. Yeah. Listen, when I was a kid, it was known as Irish Town. I bet. Because when the people, when the Irish immigrated to New York, they all somehow got into Rockaway Beach. And I'm, a, I'm a, no longer, but at that time when I was a little kid, it was just bar after bar. After bar. It really was. <laughs> I imagine that. All right, you got the That's words? Okay. No, I don't, but I'll do the best right. I can. Okay. okay. We don't have them either. So. <laughs> Her eyes, they shone like the diamonds. You'd think she was queen of the land. With the hair thrown over her shoulder, tied back with a black velvet band. Got it? I'm getting it. People at home, you got it? (laughs) Sing out now. As I was walking down Broadway, not intending to stay very long, I spied this frolicsome damsel as she come tripping along. Ready? And her eyes, they shone like the diamonds. You'd think she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band Very good! Now what she took out from her pocket And placed right into me hand On the very first day that I met her Hard luck to that black velvet band That her eyes they shone like the diamonds Think she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band For judge and jury next morning Both of us did appear And the gentleman claimed his jewelry The case against us was clear But her eyes, they shone like the diamonds 
good thing she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band Very good It's seven long years transportation All the way down to Van Diemen's land Far away from me friends and companions With a follow that black velvet band ready And her eyes, they shone like the diamonds Did think she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band So come all ye jolly young fellows And listen now on to me Stay away from this frolicsome damsel She made such a fool out of me Ready? And her eyes, they shone like the diamonds Did think she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band And her eyes, they shone like the diamonds Did think she was queen of the land With her hair thrown over her shoulder Tied back with a black velvet band very good job. Right. Very good Thank job. You. We'll Thank pick you. it right in the group. You get right on the bus with us. You're in, Ralph. Yeah, yeah. The, the Irish brothers just became a trio. <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's part of what I love about Irish music. It's it invites it's community music. It absolutely yeah. is. You know, I mean, it absolutely it, is. You know, sitting around and uh, everybody singing these songs together. That's right. Um, that that's terrific. That's a fun song. Yeah. Now, Irish music has had a lot of influence on on American music. Oh, absolutely. Can, can y'all comment to that a little bit? I, I'll tell you what. If you go yeah. back to the first two or three Bob Dylan albums, yeah, and then you listen to the Clancy Brother albums, you'll see exactly where we got not only a lot of the tunes, like with God on Our Side, is the is the uh, song we just did earlier. Yeah. Uh, but also some of the exact words. He does a song there, the Parting Glass, or whatever he calls it. He, which he took right from the Clancy Brothers, the parting glass. I mean, even the same words. He was not shy about this. <laughs> of course, he became one of the greatest writers of our, yes. uh, in my opinion, of our time. Oh, sure thing. But yeah. uh, not yeah. had tremendous influence on everybody. And you have to remember that back then in the village, um, it was everybody, a very tight knit community. And they borrowed from each other. And they, and they all knew sure. each other really well. It's amazing. I, I remember having discussions with Liam Clancy, and I'd, uh, I'd bring up like Judy Collins. Says, oh, he said, I knew Judy real well. She's a great girl. And uh, or Ian and Sylvia, he knew them. Now, Ian Sylvia did a song called The Little Beggar Man. In Ireland, it's called Tommy Makem's Fantasy. Huh. And you guys, bluegrass guys, played as the Double Eagle. Yeah, sure. You know, Absolutely. That's, that's an Irish tune yeah. directly from, from Ireland. Yeah. So it's, uh, so there's a lot of connection there. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. You bet. Yeah. Well, keep it going, guys. I'm, I'm enjoying this so much. I, I often tell people... I have the uh, the best seat in Gainesville on Monday nights, <laughs> and uh, this is great fun. Well, we're having a good time, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, what I was going to ask Sandy to do, he wrote a new song that I heard for the first time last night at the Crimson Moon. Yeah. And I was going to see if we could get him to do that for us. Would you uh, do it, Sandy? Okay. Well, we'll give it a shot. So, uh, is this up on your website yet? Or? No, no. This not. is brand new. Brand new. Okay. Well, in fact, we debuted it last night. <laughs> and what, what's, the, what's the name of the song, Sandy? It's called Second Glance. Oh. Uh. Sandy Flynn here on the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. And uh, George Hergen playing the guitar to accompany him with his new song. You're walking by my table slow. You light the room, you make it glow. You move so smooth, and don't you know. You've caught my eye and you won't let go. There it is, that second glance. The one that leads to take a chance. To catch a spark, to make romance. Oh, there it is, that second glance. Na 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 Your friends they stop They turn and smile They see us stuck here In the aisle With goofy grins And silly words Our eyes are talking What can't be heard oh, 
there it is, that second glance, the one that leads to take a chance, to catch a spark, to make romance, oh, there it is, that second glance, even if I wanna do, oh, I can't get away. All I really wanna do is watch your body sway Oh, my mind is telling me run, run away But my heart is saying stay, please stay, please stay, please stay There it is, all that second glance the one that leads to take a chance To catch a spark, to make romance Oh, there it is, that second glance There it is, that second glance Na 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 Good job, Sandy. Oh, very nice, Cindy. Wow. Thank you. I appreciate that. Brand new. Brand new song. That's a great song. That is a great song. Well, so tell me about your background when you were, uh, I guess, in Nashville doing the songwriting thing. How, He's the man. Yeah, t- oh. tell us a little bit about that. Well, we were just a bunch of uh, Green Mountain boys out of western North Carolina. Kind of grew up in a little mountain town called Cullowee. Western mm-hmm. Carolina University is there for everybody who in the audience may have uh, heard of western. Post to Fest, isn't that? Uh, well, in Western North Carolina, yeah. not too far. And so uh, we played a lot of the clubs, and uh, by hook and crook, we got a chance to audition for a producer and A&R man at Tree Publishing, which is now Sony Music right there on Music Row. Yeah. Some phenomenal writers and um, had a great fortune to, you know, be right down the hall from uh, Curly Putman and... Uh, Harlan Howard and all these people that uh, just influenced. We talk about influences. Great, great writers, and we had a we had a ball. Uh, my peers at the time were people like John Hyatt, if you're familiar with John Hyatt's music, and mm. and Bobby Braddock, and so it was a wonderful place to learn your craft. And so uh, m- all those guys were just gracious. I'd have a little idea, and they'd say, "Well, Sandy, try this," you know. And we we were talking about you know how it was in the village and Dylan and Macon Brothers, all that. Uh, Nashville in those days, uh, back in the 70s uh, and 80s, were like that. And, yeah. And uh, it was a wonderful time. So when did you leave that, Sandy? Uh, we went back out on the road, uh, goodness, somewhere in the late 70s, I think. While you were with Cullowee? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So okay. we were with the band Cullowee, and uh, we wound up uh, going back out on the road and uh, enjoying that and ended up uh, touring internationally. So. Wow. I was just a babe then. That's why I couldn't go. Yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, George and Sandy, are there any any performances or any experience you've had playing your music that you think, ah, this is so rich. This is this is a memory in my life book that uh, you'll just never forget. Any, anything that comes to you mind? You go first. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, George, go I first. I would say that I'd say the the greatest influence and in moment like that for me was um, I toured Ireland twice with Tommy Makem with a group of people, a group of musicians and some other folks who just came along. And hearing him every night, uh, you know, he, he's, uh, and here he was very famous in this country for some time in the 50s and 60s. He was on the Ed Sullivan Show and the Today Show and all of these different things. Hearing him do his thing every night and what a humble man he was, and what a great, very simple banjo, but a very great musician the way he did it. Yeah. It was a thrill for me. It really was to spend time with him. I'm sorry he's gone. He was just a great guy. Mm. And now his kids do it. Uh, they're called the Makem and Spain Brothers. They do a great job. I've been, been with them a few times. Yeah. They do cruises and all these other types of things. And they'll keep his music alive. It, it, it was a real thrill knowing him. And and, and he was mainly in, in your Irish music background. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He was the man. The man. Yeah. Yeah. Candy, how about you? For me, it was a little club now long gone uh, called the Pub, Pub Pub Club at the foot of Sugar Mountain Yeah, uh, up in the skiing area of North Carolina. And we did warm-up act. Uh, the, the gentleman owned the club. He said, I'm going to train you guys about what this industry is all about. So he says, I'm going to book you with this um, uh, Jerry Jeff Walker 
And oh, then uh, I want to book you guys with uh, these guys called the Kingston Trio. And then I'm going to book you with a songwriter nobody's ever heard of, but he's a great writer. His name's Jimmy Buffett. And, uh, so <laughs> oh you're going to be warm up back for these guys, and uh, I want you to learn from each one of them. We did. And the Hub Pub Club was one of those magic places to where people went to really listen to the music. Huh. Uh, a magic night for us was when Doc Watson and some friends of ours, Frosty Morn, um, uh, who were at that time Doc and Merle. It was a really, really fine time for them. Oh, gosh. And, um, so those guys came in. T. Michael Coleman was a, a, an acquaintance of ours, and it was a wonderful night. You could hear a pin drop, and Doc, gracious man that he was, played just incredibly well. And it was inspiration for us. And so we had nights like that at the Hub Pub to where you could hear a pin drop, and it was bigger than just us playing it was the whole room together wow and i always called it one plus one equals three so i've been very fortunate in my career to have many nights that it was one plus one equals three and sometimes that was the second encore the third encore and it's just those magic nights of that special time for me. oh my thank you for sharing that that's absolutely beautiful yeah i've i've tumbled to the base of sugar mountain before <laughs> <laughs> me many times that's, that's right. great Oh, me. Well, guys, we have time for one more tune. You want to go ahead and get that cranked up for okay. us? Want to do a little, a little Begaman? Yeah, let's do If I can remember right. the words. <laughs> oh, you will. Mm, little bit. I am a little oh. bit of intro first. Yeah, do a little intro we'll for us, okay. George. Here we go. Sandy and George, thank you so much for being with Thanks us tonight. Uh, we've we've had so much fun getting to know the Irish brothers, and I uh, and, um, appreciate you being with me for this hour. Uh, I hope your week has gotten off to a good start. I hope your spring is off to a good start. And may your circles remain unbroken. And remember, every life is a song. Every life is a song we're singing. So I hope to see you back next week on the Chattahoochee Folk Hour. Now enjoy the Irish Brothers. I am a little beggar man, a beggar I've been three score a marny little lilac green. Known from the Liffey down to Skadoo, and I'm known by the name of Bull Johnny Doo. All the trades are going now, she begging is the best. When a man is tired, he can sit down and rest. Beg for his supper, has nothing else to do, only cut around the corner with his old rigadoo. Doodle daddy, doodle daddy, doodle daddy, dum. Doodle daddy, doodle daddy, doodle daddy, dum. Doodle daddy, doodle daddy, doodle daddy, dum. Doodle daddy, doodle daddy, doodle daddy, I stepped in the barn down at Caraban, I came and and I slept till the dawn. Bowls in the roof and the rain coming through, the cats and the rats stays plain peekaboo. Who should awaken but the woman of the house with a white spotted apron, Kelly Colaus? She began to frighten and I said, Boo, now don't be afraid, ma'am, it's only Johnny Doo. I met a little flexor hair girl one day, get one little flexor hair girl that I say. One little beggar man, and how do you do with your rags and your tags and your old rigadoo? Buy a pair of leggings and a collar and a tie, and I still a girl I'll fetch by and by. Buy a pair of goggles, a collar them blue, an old fashioned lady I'll make her do. It's over the road that we pack on me back, over the hills with my great heavy sack. Holes in my shoes and my toes peeking through, it's skiddle-dinkle-doodle, it's old Johnny Doo. Must be gone to bed first, get late at night, the fire's all raking, out goes the light. Now you've heard the story of me old Brigadoo. It's good bond, but if he says, old Johnny Doo. Doodle-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee-dum-dee